I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Romeo and Juliet. The Rude Retelling. Read by Brian Harvey. If you're offended easily, then this isn't the love story for you. Part 5 Okay, so at the end of the last episode, Romeo and Juliet had just got married, in secret. So much in secret, that his mates were still searching for him. For fuck's sake, Mercutio, let's just go home and give up. We'll bump into a Capulet and get into a fight. And to be honest, I really can't be arsed with all that bullshit, said Ben. Mercutio told Ben he was being a pussy old, but then Capulet's nephew from the party, Tybalt, the one who got super arsy with Romeo, turned up. Oh, great. What did I say to you? See? What trouble you get us into, you dickhead? Said Ben. I don't care, said Mercutio. He was up for the fight if it came to it. Tybalt approached and said, You Montague cunts, I want a word with you. It was so loud and so direct, it was odd for them to ignore it and run away. What do you want, twat face? shouted Mercutio, as if his blood had rushed to his dick all at once. Give me a word, and I'll give you a blow. With a sword, he quickly added. What is your reasoning? he demanded. Tybalt obliged. You hang out with Romeo, he said. Hang out? mocked Mercutio. Like we're little kids who are five? Fuck off! Ben interrupted and tried to infuse some peace. We're in a public place. Either go talk rationally in private or let's just part ways, he begged. As he said that, and with the dramatic timing he shone throughout, Romeo entered. Here he comes, cried Tybalt. Romeo, Romeo, come fight me, Romeo. There's no better term for you than villain. Well, I can think of a few. Uh, cock boy. Let me see. Uh, Mr. Lover Lover. Uh, anyway, fuck that. Back to the story. There's no better term for you than villain. All right, mate. Calm the fuck down, said Romeo. Bring that rage down a notch. I'm not a villain. I have reason to love you, not hate you. Tybalt was having none of it. Boy, he yelled, you don't know the harm you've done to me, so come here and draw your fucking sword. I'm not sure if he swore. I've never done you harm, protested Romeo. 
While he couldn't announce his marriage to Juliet, he did say, You are a Capulet, a name which I love like my own name. Tybalt looked confused, as did Romeo's mate Mercutio. He drew his sword and put himself in the fight against Tybalt. If the pansy Romeo wasn't going to, then someone has to, thought Mercutio. As they began to fight, Romeo called for peace, but Mercutio and Tybalt didn't listen, and the fight went on. Romeo decided he needed to break it up, so also got his sword out and got involved. The perfect way to defuse a fight, isn't it? And extra fighting. As Romeo tried to calm them down, Tybalt went for him with his sword, missed and stabbed Mercutio instead. Mercutio fell to the ground. Everyone stopped, stared for a bit, and then Tybalt and the other Capulets ran away. At this stage, we're treated to a super long death scene, like he's proper fucking milking it. Mercutio swears a curse upon both households for causing his death. Even though he's got in a fight, he didn't need to. It's always someone else's fault, isn't it? At the same time, Romeo claims that his love for Juliet has made him weak and that today's events will bring more pain in the days ahead. Here comes the furious Tybalt back again, exclaimed Ben to Romeo. Romeo wasn't going to be weak and let another friend die. Tybalt, you call me villain? Well, let me show you villain. Mercutio's soul is with us and soon your soul will be with his. You hung out with him on earth. And soon, you'll be hanging out together as dead souls, retorted Tybalt. The banter back in the day really weren't all that, was it, eh? Anyway, another fight scene begins, this time between Tybalt and Romeo. Who's your money on? The swords clashed again and again until Romeo finally got the killer below. Romeo, away, be gone, cried Ben. There are people around. If you get caught, then the prince will give you the death penalty. Without giving it a second thought, Romeo legged it. What a good friend Ben is, right? He's looking out for Romeo, making sure he gets away. Well, hold that thought. The prince arrives and sees Tybalt lying dead on the ground. What happened here? he asked. Oh, noble prince, said Ben. I can tell you all. And then Ben proceeded to tell all. The fucking grass. Tybalt is dead. He killed your relative Mercutio. Then the young Romeo killed him. Well, thanks a fucking lot, Ben. He's the star of this story and you're trying to get him killed. It's now Ben and Juliet, is it? Get back in your fucking box, you cunt. Do you know what I mean? Fucking people, man. It's like... Oh, and it's a fucking story, I know. Is it real? Is it? This ain't real, is it? Ben continued to tell the prince the story of how Romeo tried to create peace, but Mercutio died. Then Tybalt wouldn't listen, and how it was Tybalt's fault that he was now dead, not Romeo's. After a bit of to-and-fro input from Lady Capulet, some onlookers, and Ben trying to dig out his hole, the prince decided it was only right that Romeo was spared the death penalty, but he must leave Verona and never return. If he did, they'd kill him. Okay, drama over for now, so let me catch you up on some other bits. Juliet is alone in her room. She's counting down the hours to nightfall when Romeo can come and they can have a wedding night to remember. She's totally unaware of the whole Tybalt, Romeo, Mercutio death thing that's gone on. 
And this is where the shit hits the fan. In comes the nurse. She's got the rope ladder that Romeo's servant gave to her, allowing Romeo to sneak in. But she comes in upset. She knows the news. He's dead, she cries. It's such a sad day. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead, she continued. Juliet was shocked. Can heaven be so envious? She thought. The nurse was still beside herself in tears. Oh, Romeo, Romeo. Whoever would have thought it, Romeo? Juliet is fairly sure at this point, thanks to the super useful nurse, that Romeo is dead. He's either been killed or killed himself. She asks for clarification, but the nurse continues to cry and makes no sense at all. Eventually, she blurts out that Tybalt is dead. So now Juliet thinks that both her husband and cousin is dead. Cutting a long story short, the nurse finally reveals the situation. Needless to say, Juliet is pissed off. Did a dragon ever hide so well? She proclaims, alongside some other needless analogies uh, that frankly we ain't really got fucking time for. The nurse agrees with Juliet, but is then told off for even thinking such things. Romeo only deserves honour all of a sudden. Like, make your fucking mind up, Juliet. She's now all on the fucking side of her husband. She decides it must have been self-defence and that this banishment is worse than Tybalt's death. In fact, it's worse than the death of 10,000 Tybalt's. The nurse, trying to make up for her bad thoughts of Romeo, offers to go and find Romeo so he can comfort Juliet. Juliet gives the nurse her ring to pass to Romeo as a sign of love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.